0: And welcome back to the Wednesday Night Paul live stream. It's been a while. Greg here, joined by my co-host for this episode, Scott. Scott, my buddy, how are you doing?
1: Oh, never been better. Never been better. <laughs> oh, I'm, at, I'm, at, I'm at the peak right now. Um, this is... If, if anyone at home is uh, worried that I've been uh, concerningly on time to any of these, it's because I have a glorious little week off. And I've never felt so recharged, rejuvenated. I feel, I feel like a new man. How about yourself, Greg?
0: Yeah, not doing too bad. buddy. I um, was expecting to have a very horrible day at work today, and actually turned out to be quite pleasant. So I'm in a good, relaxed mood. But saying that, we have got a shitload to cover in this episode.
1: <laughs> um, wrestling just doesn't stop. It, it's it, it's it's an unending, unwavering. Chaos ball of random bollocks, and we're here to condense it for you. Absolutely. <laughs> uh,
0: well, in case you haven't seen, it's been quite a mental twenty-four hour news cycle, which we will get onto in just a little moment. But because I really do this, um, I should get into the habit of doing it more. Uh, get some plugs out of the way at the start, and we'll do it at the end. So go check us out the socials for the Bear hookler Podcast: Facebook and YouTube, Bear hookler Pod Instagram. Bear Club on Twitter and go check us out at the website, bearhugpod.wixite.com forward slash Club network. So, uh, on to, I guess, the biggest news story to hit in the last 24 hours. And there's Let's a get lot it out of the way, shall we? There's a fucking lot to unpack with this one. Yeah. Cody and Brandy Rhodes have left AEW. Hmm. What? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, uh, yesterday the news broke that both Cody and Brandy left AEW. Now, obviously, we knew they weren't under contract. The contract ran out at the beginning, uh, just at the very end of last year. But Cody had still been on TV. He obviously won the TNT Championship, had that great little feud with Sammy Guevara. Hasn't been on TV a lot recently. Brandy was doing the little feud with an American Top Team. And then it just came out yesterday that, yeah, they're gone. They're, they're not coming back.
1: Uh, yeah. What was
0: your first initial thoughts when you saw that?
1: Uh, <laughs> um, The thing is with AEW, right, is that we are... We, we, it's not like WWE, where the kayfabe is not uh, a separate entity from the backstage product. As much as WWE want you to believe that when, they've, when they had the Money in the Bank match, when they were going through... Uh, Titan Towers. That yes, WWE runs like that, where all the quirky old wrestlers have their own little rooms. It's like in 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 AEW, the backstage workings. The fact that Eddie Kingston is like a locker room leader and all that stuff. the, the kayfabe and the backstage workings are one and the same. They are. Yeah. They are like, and they're very smart with how they use stuff like the dirt sheets, which. By the way, after this story, have been going f- just mental um, because it, it, I, I I swear, like both cultaholic and Wrestle Talk together, I think combined have made seven videos about this topic alone, uh, and it, it's been uh, I I had to just kind of, and it's all speculative as well. It's because that's the thing we've only been fed what we know. Yeah. Uh, what we know is um, that. They left because they, they, um, the contract ran out late last year. Yep, yep. There has been some talks with WWE they've had in the meantime, but to finish off these feuds, um, they've continued to work on a, what Cody referred to in the promo after the Sammy Guevara match as a handshake agreement. Yeah. Which is, I guess, like, like bizarre because we we used to uh the whole non compete officiality stuff from WWE, so handshake agreement stuff is like a rare commodity. Um, but even after that, I don't think they could reach a reach an agreement. I think, um, uh, yeah, I genuinely think uh, initial. I thought initially to answer your question mm-hmm. that it was a work. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I thought I thought this was a smart bit of storytelling from all very smarky AEW, where Rhodes will uh, now be like a weird sort of sort of CM Punk but in kayfabe 2011 style thing. Um, but no, uh, this seems legit as uh, as as much as it comes, maybe uh, unless this is a, we've all been worked, in which case fair play. But yeah, I thought it was a work until. I actually, look it looked into it and I was like, wait, hold on a second. Yeah, he probably did want more money because he's a big time celebrity now. Um
0: yeah. Well, I mean, this is the crazy thing about this news story. Obviously, it was always going to be big news. It's just the amount of stuff that's come out about this. I mean, quite I mean, a lot of it through very uh, respectable sources. You know, you're looking at like your Dave Meltzers, your John Ross Saps, people who usually do get that quite big inside and knowledge. But a lot of them have have had sort of, I guess, conflicting views. But I think the one thing it seems to keep circling round to was Cody wanting more money. And Tony just didn't see that in him. And again, more stuff has come out. I've pulled up, uh, just so we can kind of go through a little bit, uh, the uh, Figure Four online article. Whoops, what am I doing? Yeah, there we go. Boom. So yeah, uh, we'll run through this a little bit. Hopefully it'll give us uh, a bit more further background, but yeah. Uh, Cody and Brownie Rhodes leave AW after failing to come to terms on new deals. So, Cody and Brandy Rhodes, who are part of the original AW crew, along with the Young Bucks and Tony Khan, have left the promotion after failing to come to terms on a new contract. Both had signed three-year deals uh, that expired on December 31st, 2021. Over the last six weeks, there have been negotiations for a new deal, with both continuing to work with uh, in the community relations and on television as if they were staying. Um, so, it, in in light of that, what I've heard was, yeah, Cody wanted more money uh, for what he thought he deserved, and uh, essentially, what happened was, um, a, a lot of it seems to stem back to that feud he had with Anthony Agogo.
1: Have you heard about all this? Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, the the weird promo that he kind of regrets about yeah.
0: about America. Uh, Woo, yeah. and then it was in a feud against England, who I guess were we supposed to be the foreign heel. What? Uh yeah, <laughs> I guess
1: 1812. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Woo. <laughs> um, yeah, so it stemmed from that and that bad promo. And apparently, from what people said, if if it was before then, Tony was would have been willing to pay what Cody was asking for in this new deal. And since then, Khan has kind of lost a bit of the dollar signs on Cody. If I'm getting this right, I don't. I, again, this is just from what I've read and seen. Um, and, and a lot of it stems from things like ever since then, Cody's obviously had that weird dynamic where the fans have kind of turned on him, but they've never turned him heel. And apparently, reasons are yeah. is Cody's never really wanted to, and because of all the charity work he does, which which is mm. fair. I mean, it's the reason. It's a big reason why John Cena was never heel in WWE. Like forever, because he does all those make-a-wish stuff, so you can't really have yeah. the guy who makes all the make-a-wishes and charity work going to meet these kids suddenly be a bad guy, because they ain't going to want to see him, so I, I understand mm. that a little bit
1: but uh, at the same time though, like WWE is, uh, no, uh AEW sorry, uh are, are the kind of crowd which like C- Cody can tween in that case he can easily do so, because I think the AEW audience are a little bit wiser to that the that kind of element that it's a yeah. story, like that like, like we are watching Game of Thrones, but we're not actually going to Kit Harrington's house and throwing Swede Swedes at the windows. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not like Kit, Kit Harrington like, uh, um, or just, or just like. Uh, or like, I forget the actress that plays Daenerys, but after like what happened in the final season, we're like, damn you for burning King's Landing, how dare you? It's <laughs> like, well, you know, she didn't come up with that. It's like, and, and I think, like, that's not me to be that, like, to to use the classic excuse of, oh, yes, wrestling's fake, hardy har." It's like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, of course, like like i said game of thrones is fake too we we all still love that like he could in my opinion Cody still could have done the charity work absolutely fine if he was a heel and <laughs> i think a lot of that stems from the fact that wrestling's in his in his blood man. He, he, he's 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 a Rhodes he's yeah, yeah. He, he he's got he's got classic wrestling in his blood he is he is wrestling royalty I and mean, in he even says this um so I think it's a lot of the oh god if I am heel and I can't do charity work. So, well, no, it's 2022. You can. I mean, it'll be a little bit harder to go find Make-A-Wish kids if you're a bad guy, but um it, it, it could still be done. You're still Cody Rhodes for crying out loud. And there is there is a heel character you can have where you still do charity work, but you're just a bit like a. Like a goody two shoes in the ring, that still works for the smarky crowd, for the smarky, smart, smart, very smart, oh big IQ boys that watch AEW. <laughs> um, that I, it's a it's a it's a weird reason not to follow the natural progression of a story. Is all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I get what you mean. Um, and yeah, it's just a weird thing because from what I again people have reported on. And it's all a bit of hearsay. I mean, again, take what we're saying and the dirt sheets with a pinch of salt because we obviously don't have sell another full picture. But from what was applied, mm. is ever since the Anthony Agogo thing, Tony hasn't really been hugely fond of what Cody's been up to, from what I understand. Apparently, like he, he was, he said he's, he was okay with it because despite a lot of the weirdness that followed and the stuff that Cody's done, it was still drawing the numbers he wanted. But um, again, like, his opinion is, seems to have apparently shifted on how much he saw the worth in Cody. And then the other big thing was, um, in obviously the late half of 2021, um, they brought in Punk, they brought in Danielson, they brought in Adam Cole, all on pretty big money contracts from what I've heard. And again, that has somewhat shifted the dynamic of Tony saying he can't offer or doesn't want to offer Cody any more money than he was previously offering him.
1: Yeah, uh, at the end of the day, AEW are still getting more people. I mean, even after Keith Lee, th- there is hearsay of someone else is going to be coming through that do- door soon. Yeah, and to think, I-, I can think of two people who could that could possibly be, maybe even three. And it could be Mir Yim, um, it could be Johnny Gargano, or it could be uh, Wyndham Rotunda, the former Bray Wyatt. Um, and I can't see. Uh, Any of those three being cheap contracts at all, at all whatsoever. They're big stars, the three of them. So, well, it's, it's, yeah, they've got to make room financially somewhere because I know, I know the Khan family are very rich, but
0: yeah, well, yeah. What I heard was obviously they've been on one hell of a signing spree throughout of last year, and it's somewhat carried into this one for now. Is the rumors are Jeff Hardy seems like is almost a guarantee to be showing up soon. And apparently, there's definitely going to be one other major signing coming up soon. Following that, word is Tony is going to be a little more, a bit more strict on signings, mainly because he's waiting to see what if they can get some more money through their TV deal going in. Uh, I guess 2023, yeah. 2024 time. I think it was the the, the, the saying. And the hope is once if, if they get more money for that, then obviously they can bring more people on board. But I think I think he has reached the point now where he signed so many people. And some of them two quite big money contracts. I think CM Punk's got like the highest one contract next to Jericho. Um, that yeah, he, he is going to be a bit stricter on who he's letting in because obviously the year kind of started with with a lot of names come kind of saying, "Oh yeah," a lot of the first year AEW contracts are going to be up, uh, and it was people, and people like uh, like Peter Avalon and stuff is still still kind of there, but it was kind of it's kind of a known thing that a lot of people probably wouldn't be getting their contract renewed due to
1: like the big names that he signed over the last year. Hmm. Uh, I think like the most valid argument against AEW, despite how much I love them, the most valid argument is that they are doing kind of what WCW did, which is a little bit better, but they're kind of doing what WCW did where they're getting the ex-WWE guys and giving them a contract and letting them do their thing. Yeah, It's not quite to the point of which uh, WCW were like, we're getting them in, but we're giving them full-ass creative control. It's more just like, um, uh, like yeah, you can kind of do what you want. It's how we work here for W uh, for AEW, but we're kind of giving everyone that. So that's yeah. fine. It's like a communal group, a communal creative. Um, however, since WWE have had their big cuts come through, they've cut way over 100 wrestlers. I think. Um, Mm. And at the start, AEW were like, heck yeah, these are characters we barely even have to develop ourselves. These are guys that will draw because they are known on the other side of the pond. Um, However, that is a burst water pipe that is just throwing throwing stuff at them, and they, they kind of I, I get that, that means they can't do a lot of homegrown stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I'm trying to think, just like uh, yeah, I mean, there's Darby Allen, MJF, um, Guevara, all were kind of names on the Indies, anyways. Um, there's not a lot of AEW homegrown stuff at the moment. That's getting over a lot. A lot of it's the uh, the ex WWE guys, which is a valid criticism, I'd say, of AEW. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, I guess it. I guess it all depends on your view of wrestling and how you view people like that. Like, I, I don't like to view people as strictly a WWE guy or an AEW guy. Yeah, anymore. yeah. You know what I mean? I, so I, I never see it that way. I just see it like when Keith Lee joined last week. I wasn't like, oh look, it's NXT's Keith Lee. I was just like, it's just no,
1: fucking- yeah. It's fucking Keith I mean, Lee. <laughs> yeah, we. To be fair, we like we were very much aware of Keith Lee pre uh, WWE. In any case, yeah. So I never really thought of him as a WWE guy.
0: I, w- I would say there's maybe a few people that you could could say yes, they are strictly a member of this promotion. John Cena's a WWE guy through and through. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. Someone like uh, Roman Reigns, again, you could argue at this point in time is strictly a WWE guy, but. For the most part, I just don't see wrestlers in that light anymore. I just can see I guess. people who can just go to and fro. It's kind of like, I guess, football logic to kind of play in your ballpark. A yeah, like. yeah. Like some football players will be forever attached to one club, but generally most of them will just move around between clubs and lose that association with any former club, if I'm right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If they move enough. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I, I get what you mean for sure. Um, but, but like I guess, I guess it's it's hard to, to home grow talent right now because it's such a saturated. But both rosters are saturated. Heck, even Im, even impact is saturated at the moment. Yeah, and with the loss of Ring of Honor, that's just more wrestlers with uh, more big time wrestlers as well. More wrestlers that are uh, extremely talented with not a lot of places to go, really. Um, and even when, say, in a, either AEW or WWE, only have a limited mountain to climb and shine upon, um, a lot of wrestlers from other companies who are big maybe in another place would then just assume that they'd hold that position in any other company they went to. So there's just not a lot of room at the top in any uh, any place. And a lot of a lot of people on Twitter who have next to no patience would be say something like, "Oh, they should be in the title picture, or they should be in the title picture, or whoever." But uh, there's only so much room, you know. And then, and yeah. then once they get the title, you have to give them a good reign for a long time. That's what they need to do with Adam Page. Just give him the belt for a little while, but since yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't know, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's it's, an odd landscape, and when people like Rhodes do this big statement departure, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, well, what happens now? Where's he going to go? What role is he going to fill?
0: 100%, well, before we get to that, I mean, just a couple of extra bits there, like, yeah, so it, it, it seems like generally what's happened there has just been maybe a bit of a breakdown between him and Tony, and that money seems to be only the factor, there's a lot of other stuff there that I just don't think we could fully cover. I, I would just suggest go check out a lot of the wrestling dirt sheets and YouTube channels just to get like a more bigger scope on what everyone's kind of thinking about this. Um, but yeah, so the big thing that obviously came out following this news is that rumor is WWE is getting ready to sign and bring Cody back in, which... Gus A is massively shocking. I mean, this is the thing when 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 the the story first broke, the WWE stuff came out more or less not long afterwards, and it it would just shock me if Cody did legit go back there. It just felt it just felt weird to me that it must have been something to do with the financial side of it because me and Gary obviously had a big debate in our chat, and he kind of thought it wouldn't be about the money. Um. It looks like that's always the case. And then it, it just shocked me that, like, why would Cody leave to join something like WWE where he's crafted a way bigger legacy on the indies and being the face of this brand new revolution, as they like to call it? I mean, he is essentially the day, a day one AW guy. He was one of the figureheads. He basically helped this company get off the ground in a lot of ways I think people may not even fully realize. So that's why it's just huge shocking news. And WWE apparently are already... Uh, waving the victory flag and jumping up in celebration because if they can get Cody in, that is like the first major AEW defection to WWE, and that is like a pretty major name that they could have stolen.
1: Absolutely, um, and uh, I think it's a in a way it's a double edged sword because WWE this whole time have been like, "Hey, it's not a competition. No, we're we're big wrestling. We're we're the the the." We're the only wrestling, uh. So uh, they're just they're just the small leagues, and we're the Champions League. Look at us go. Uh. So now this will be them officially pen to paper recognizing, especially if they give him the kind of contract that he was looking for in AEW, Cody. Yeah. I mean, if they give him that kind of money, then they are openly admitting that they're not only competition, but they are fierce competition. Which is a big admission, and in my opinion, like, WWE will be shooting themselves in the foot without knowing because they just, they would immediately, people will be like, wow, a lot of people, like, for the weird WWE fans that don't know a lot about AEW, they'd see Cody debut and be like, wow, why is everyone cheering him Um as if, you know, like... He did anything in this company apart from winning the Continental championship and team with randy orton for a bit uh what's go- yeah. what's going what's going on and then heck who knows maybe even commentary will uh acknowledge wwe in the way that AEW is being acknowledging wwe which by the way i always laugh at because like the fact that wwe are just like no aw don't exist <laughs> and, and and when AEW start doing real good promos about stuff that people used to like, characters used to do in WWE, and WWE fans would reply to it saying like, "Oh, our company's living in your company's head rent free." I'm like, "No, uh, the, the AEW just is self-aware and <laughs> and knows that WWE <laughs> exists because it <laughs> can't pretend it doesn't exist because it, it's right there." Uh, it's it's silly, really. It's funny. But it is absolutely, yeah. It, it'd be a strange thing if Cody goes to WWE because I don't know where they'd put him. I don't that's, know. That,
0: that's my thought. Like, so here's the thing a lot of again, a, a lot of the reports I've got in WWE, and uh, many people are speculating because apparently, like, with his contract, WWE knew his, his contract was coming up last year, and they've apparently been in talks since then. So it's not exactly old news that he's been chatting with WWE again about possibilities of returning it seems like if he does come in he will immediately be put into a main event spot and will play a big role at the upcoming Wrestlemania my my thought process is though would I think if he goes in he will be put in the main event spot and he will be pushed pretty quickly I just think it won't last for long and he'll find himself dropped down the card again
1: hmm um, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going
0: to say they're going to put him back in the Stardust gimmick because I think he wouldn't stand for that now. But I just see him eventually getting toiled away in the mid card. I just after he spent so long building himself up as a main event player without the WWE machine, it would just yeah. be a shame to watch him go back, have a quick five minute burst in the main event scene, and then just drop back down the card.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah, but like. I don't know uh, if if they give him a big contract. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it entirely entails. I mean, we're talking about WWE, so logic doesn't really apply here. But um, it would entail that it would give him some big matches, and it, it was rumor that was saying, of course, that like if he does sign, he'll probably end up getting a big, big time WrestleMania match. Oh yeah, which makes me think. Like, I'm trying to think about about who that would be against, and I'm trying to think of dream matches. I'd love to see Cody versus Triple H. So yeah, that's a, that's a feud that's been building over two brands. I that see, would that, be amazing.
0: That was basically like I have, I have. If I was going to put together uh, a fantasy booking match, it would be up there with Triple H and Cody. And essentially, the story can kind of write itself um, until he got his name back. The idea was he was going to fight to earn back the Rhodes name, essentially. And Triple H is the perfect guy to go up against because you think what brand, it, what brand in particular in WWE, has been using the Rhodes name and his father's legacy the most? NXT. NXT. The Dusty Cup. Dusty was formerly one of the head trainers there and helped it uh, get to the level that it was. So it just makes sense that Triple H is this guy who's trying to keep the, the Rhodes name and legacy for himself uh, and then Cody's coming back to try and win it back off him. And I just think that would yeah. be an absolutely perfect match, especially with with the way Cody is now. Um, Garrett obviously mentioned a potential easy opponent would be Randy Orton. If you want to mm. re-dig up the legacy feud, yeah, I guess that would be cool. Not? Yeah. Yeah. Not?
1: There's enough there. There's enough there. <coughs> uh, I'd love to see Cody versus Edge. I think that's a, that's a That'd match we never really got to properly uh, see. Um, you can prove me if I'm wrong. I'm likely wrong. Um, I I would like to see uh, Cody versus Seth. I think it would be a great match. Um who else? Who else is still at WWE? Uh, <laughs> happy Happy Corbin, why not? Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> put put him against the biggest
1: star they got, Happy Corbin. <laughs> uh, um yeah, no. There's a, there's a there's a there's a couple of real good matches. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Never got to face Cody properly. Falter. Um, That's what. Oh, oh, that would come. be good. Yeah, that would be talk a about lot of fun. Talk about
0: Taylor made with if you're going with proper white meat babyface Cody against the big Austrian monster who will just chop him to death.
1: Then he can do his nationalism promo. He yeah, can just rehash the entire thing.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I mean, in many respects, Cody. Doing those kind of promos is the kind of thing that Vince always loved. He loves the big, big America Great promo, blonde, yeah. blue-eyed baby face. Fair enough, he isn't completely the body type Vince likes, but it's got most of the other things in the checklist. Yeah, exactly.
1: And he's a good. Pro- At the end of the day, he's a good promo. Great promo. Um, Even when and... he's doing absolute questionable garbage, you somehow are like, "Yay!" Uh. Yeah. Ooh, uh-uh. yeah. <laughs> it's both reaction. He always occupied a strange space in AEW. Like, his segments are always real, real, like... It's all, like, the Jade Cargill stuff, which, to be fair, put her over. Um, yeah, the yeah. Go-Go stuff, Ooh. which we did cover. Shaq well, here's another the thing one. thing,
0: as well. A lot of people criticize Cody, because, like, obviously, uh, one of the, I think one of the things that surprised him going back is the, is the little jabs he's taken at WWE and Triple H. Obviously, first double or nothing, breaks the throne with a sledgehammer, pulled out a golden shovel on more than one occasion. Um... And a lot of people though have made the comparison. Oh, wait, but Cody's like that in AW. No, he wasn't. He put over guys like Darby Allen, he put over Sammy Guevara, Jade Cargill. Um, he's he's made a lot of their biggest stars now. Um, Dallas, the the Malachi Black feud, like oh he, yeah, yeah. He, Brody Lee, like he's like guys squash him before and make them look dominant. Fair enough, he always eventually got the win back, but he, he's put people over and he's helped make a lot of their biggest
1: stars. Yeah, think about the rocket extract to Brody Lee. To be fair, after that match, because that was that was uh, like a brutal one sided beating, um, and that that story was excellent as well. Oh, yeah. It was playing into like playing into Cody's like hubris and everything like that, and real Rocky Four stuff. And I really liked that feud. Um, what do you say are some of Cody's best moments in AEW?
0: Oh, quite a lot, really. Um... I mean, it's just the fact like their first pay per view double or nothing. He he gave them their first five star match with his brother Dustin. Amazing match, which I know Amazing. Garrett has a lot of love for, not just the match itself, but the after promo. Um, again, yeah, the stuff I already mentioned, the stuff with Brody Lee was tremendous. Uh, the squash match, and then eventually the dog collar match. I think it's just stuff as well that, like, I guess. People can boo the man, but when you hear about the stuff he does backstage, it's um, it's like how uh, we were talking when we did the recording yesterday for your top ten list episode. How Cody and Biggie were the two people Amanda who Amanda Huber wanted her son to be with when she had to break the news that Brody Lee wasn't gonna wasn't gonna live. You know? Absolutely, yeah. And like yeah. Cody, Cody drove all the way to be with them. It was like the day after Christmas, just to just to support it, uh, the wife of his friend. You know, it, it was. So he, he's just he's done a lot, and again he is he he is one of the the figureheads that have that have helped build AEW, and it's going to be quite strange knowing he isn't going to be there anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah, entirely. I always associated him as like one of the big faces of that company because he was one of the people that started it. I remember the being the elite segments leading up to AEW, and I remember like it very much always seemed like Cody has this kind of like ambitious rhetoric where yeah. he would, he'd be very motivating. And I have no doubts in my mind that he was very much one of the driving forces behind even going forward to the Khan family in the first place. He was one of the driving forces behind the all in pay-per-view. Um, and them being able to prove that they can do it. I I think if it wasn't for Cody leaving WWE in the first place, AEW just straight up wouldn't exist um there'd be a lot of eyes still on new japan but um but it would still kind of be it would be a completely different wrestling landscape a completely different wrestling that's for sure but no uh yeah yeah
0: i mean um so we've obviously kind of already discussed him like wwe seems to be where he's going to be landing next if that's not the case where do you think he could go where else do you think he might go back to? Or, that, like, day that, for?
1: There was a funny meme that I saw yesterday that made me smile with glee and potential excitement. Um, it was a picture um, of two people together and it was, like, Triple H and Cody going off to start a new wrestling promotion. And I yeah. laughed and I was like, hang on a second. <laughs> That would be <laughs> dope because, like, it would be, it would be because Triple H is uh, just as a thought experiment. I don't think it's likely to happen, but as a thought experiment, I'm like, yeah, because Triple H is losing his roles in 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 WWE, and Cody's just left AEW. Uh, why not? It'll be yeah. funny. Yeah. Why not? Anything can as we have found out anything can fucking happen in this sport. Uh um,
0: man. I know I mean not, I, yeah. I sincerely believe if Triple H had a backer like Tony Khan, he would make a pretty thriving wrestling company as we've seen with NXT.
1: Yeah, yeah. Why not? Why not get one of the many Saudi princes to fund it? Why not? <laughs> Why not? They seem to have enough money. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, uh, either that, I think more likely if not WWE, if that somehow falls through if Cody's very stubborn about it, I think Japan isn't outside the realm of possibilities already has established himself there. Um, I, <laughs> I think, um, I think a retirement from wrestling in general isn't even too far off the cards and just honing this kind of like pseudo reality star celebrity lifestyle he's starting to get over in America too. Um, I mean, he's a, he's a talent show judge at the end of the day. That can, well, yeah.
0: Well, like, yeah, I mean, I, I could see that as well. It's just the thing obviously came out is that recently his um, roads to the top that's, that's what it's called, right? The, the the reality series him and Brandy do was just recently renewed, but apparently because it's on TNT, they've just come out and said, yeah, we're not going to go ahead with that anymore. Probably just in case he is planning to go to WWE and it's like, we, yeah. can't, have, we can't have the rival wrestling promotion on the channel where we have our <laughs> own promotion. That's just going to fly. But uh, again, he could easily, if, if a lot of people see the worth in it, he could easily go to another network and get a
1: similar reality show. Yeah I, I don't see why not. Uh um, movies as well. He, he could <laughs> go off and do what uh, when the Rotunda's is doing and what John Cena is doing and a lot of other wrestlers have done and just do do some acting. Uh, uh I think I think Cody Rhodes would be great. Cody Rhodes would be uh really good in something like Guardians of the Galaxy, for example, or like, or just just, just some random so pro American bollocks that I just I just know like <laughs> it's is it as plenty of, and I I think you, you should just uh, it, it action movies I think are tailored for Cody the man the man it, it bleeds red white and blue, um and his his snores probably sound like a fucking bald eagle, uh so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I've been <laughs> drinking root and ginger ale and it's actually really nice uh it's, it's, yeah but no the the man's so american just give him an action movie i i uh, the the um the marine movies just give him one of those have him have him be a big hero get brandy in there as well why not and uh i i think that's in my opinion, that's a likely thing. I yeah. reckon he could start, he could start acting and honing this kind of celebrity status, and maybe one day he returns to AEW as a celebrity instead, but um, not under contracts. A bit like kind of what Shaq had, uh, more so.
0: <laughs> but I mean, you could be right there. I mean, because uh, I think a lot of people assumed when Bray Wyatt was like, oh, Wyndham Retunda, um, he would be popping straight up. In a new company which hasn't been the case he's actually gone on and he's doing these horror movie projects and apparently he's very happy doing that so i think i've been saying phrases i don't think if he is going to come out wrestling it's certainly not going to be within this year so maybe cody could do the same thing maybe maybe at this point he's like well i've done a lot of the wrestling stuff i've now built this platform for myself to branch into other mediums maybe he might want to go and explore that a little bit um, you, mentioned, you mentioned like possibly going back to Japan. I would just love it if New Japan brought him back in and then he walked through the Forbidden Door back into AEW.
1: It's
0: <laughs> 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 the world around away just to be, get back in. It
1: would be like that Simpsons when Grandpa goes through the door, goes in <laughs> a circle and <the> leaves again. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that too, that too. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Um, yeah, I mean... Yeah. Cody There's... versus Osprey. Ooh, I'm not against that good. at all.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I've kind of covered all I want to go on with that story. If you're happy to move on there, Scott, anything else you want to add? Uh
1: Cody versus Tamatonga.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <it>. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure we'll get more as the story develops. It's again, as we've been saying for a lot recently, it's the most exciting time to be a wrestling fan. Like shit, like this is crazy. It's weird. It, it's weird, it's, weird, but it's cool. great. Well, moving on then to what would have essentially probably been, well, what's probably started off as the biggest news story yesterday, but then got overshadowed a little bit, shall we say? <laughs> Stone Cold possibly a done deal for WrestleMania Thirty Eight. Very surprising, this one. So apparently, WWE's been, been in talks with Steve since January to see about getting him back on the WrestleMania 30. Uh, getting him in for this year's WrestleMania. Apparently, it's nearly a done deal as well. So apparently, he's ready to sign on. And the rumor is it's going to be against Kevin Owens. What? What did you kind of think of this, Scott?
1: Uh, balmy. It's a bit balmy. The man, like, uh, I guess, I guess. Stone Cold's career was cut short. This, this we know. Yeah. He is, he's made appearances for WWE since. It would be a massive return. But with people like Edge coming back and potentially us seeing Paige again and Daniel Bryan, now Bryan Danielson, coming back after potentially retire, retireable, retireable injuries. Yeah, that's not a word. I don't care. Um, it's not outside the realms of possibility for him to have a full match and it still be decent. Yeah, we've seen Goldberg come back, and he's had one and a half decent matches out of the many he's had. Um, Is that
0: when you added up all the ratings together? <laughs>
1: I mean, yeah, it's the only way he's going to get close to five stars, dude. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's like... So, he Goldberg can still, like, wrestle. I mean, heck fuck, Undertaker can still... Uh, uh, yeah, no, I'm using the word wrestle very liberally uh, at the moment. Uh, pretend fight. Uh, <laughs> slow granddad slaps. Uh, it's, It's more just like, yes, I have my skepticism because... Stone Cold is just one of my favorites ever. Um, I love him so much and his his moveset is muted enough to translate fine into his elderly years. I mean heck like the only real like big athletic move I can really think of that he does that would potentially put someone in danger if done wrong is a suplex. Um, thinking back, like to a lot of Austin's best matches, he like the big his big move would be the suplex off the top rope. I mean, the stunner is literally just a kick and a sit down. I'm really, I'm really like, please don't kill me, Stone Cold. I know wrestling is very hard. Um... <laughs> don't kill me, Steve. <laughs> please, Steve, Steve, don't murder me. Uh, I'm not underselling this, but I'm saying that. I think he can still come back the way he is and still have a good match, especially against someone like Kevin Owens. So yes, if this he never got that big retirement, I say that fucking he did, but um, he never got. No, he did. He did, um, Scott. He did. He did. <laughs> like he really did. I'm so used to saying that. To be fair, it's a it's a motor response. Um, yeah. Well, I mean. But like, I, I think. One last hurrah, because why not? Why not? It's Stone Cold. You can kind of sell it as just him being him, really. And the battle for the Stunner is a decent story. So, yeah.
0: Well, again, i um, I'm 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 teetering on the fence of this one because what you said there is true. I think out of anyone returning to the ring, because obviously Stone Cold had to change up his style when he broke his neck against Owen Hart. That's why he transitioned into more of the brawler role, which most people would remember and as because that's when he took off and the Attitude Era got massive and he became the biggest thing, and he was known more then as a brawler. So if he was to come back to the ring, I mean, the dude's 57 and he's been retired now almost approaching 20 years. I think it could work. If you're just letting him go in there, just throw a couple of knuckle sandwiches... Doesn't have to do a whole lot in the terms of like things like suplexes that kind of thing because again he he is a brawler type and again you're putting him in there with a guy like Kevin Owens who can make him look like a million dollars as well and will sell for whatever Austin wants. Mm. Yeah, you could do it, but then the other side of me is like, but Steve is up until up until he came back. Steve and Shawn Michaels were the only two people who retired and.
1: Stay retired. retired. Yeah. Sean
0: came back, obviously had that car crash of a match at uh, at the Saudi show. That only really leaves Steve as the only guy who's retired and stuck to his word. And he's said for years that like even though there's been the odd temptation, he's been happy to walk away when he did because he was banged up, he was hurt, but he left at such a height as well. Um yeah, it, it's it... I, I, if he comes back and, he, and he's got that match of Owens, I think I will obviously be quite happy for him, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, please don't be shit. Yeah.
1: because yeah. <laughs> th- thinking about it as well, like Kevin Owens has a lot of moves which rely on very much like high octane, I'm going to slam you on your head against my knee, that kind of thing. Like, yeah. Uh, and um. Uh, it depends it depends how they handle it but we're talking about WWE here you know that they uh, it's the, the WWE are the kind of company that go towards a bomb defusal wearing mickey mouse gloves you know what i mean <laughs> like the no, the novelty ones like uh, so uh, i guess it i guess it it depends i know the promos are going to be great cuz they oh, just yeah. are think about the two people involved um I think... Yeah, I, 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 on your, on your point, re-putting it like that, I think is a really good point. Where like he retired at the height of his career. Let, let sleeping dogs lie.
0: Yeah, he basically. I know people will always debate when the Attitude Era kind of officially came to an end. I suppose, in many respects, what happened was is like Austin's whole career was centered around the Attitude Era, and he kind of basically left when that. had Firmly ended in the ruthless aggression. He was just starting. He kind of passed on the torch. He left when he was still kind of the biggest name attached to WWE as these new people were up and coming. It's, uh, I think, again, I think if he's in the ring sign, it'll be a good match. It's just that angle to it of you're left at such a high, Stephen, you stuck to your word, and it's not like he's struggling. He He's in great he's doing great things not only with wwe still like the broken skull sessions but outside of it not gonna lie redneck island i only watched the first time recently and i kind of love it it's the perfect kind of (laughs) trashy trashy tv so go check that out but what it also screams to me as well is wwe i mean if it's true that they've only been talking about this since january it just screams that wwe are desperate to get a mania card together Yeah, in my opinion, because we've heard a lot that, like, I mean, if you look at the Rumble itself, that was such a train wreck putting together. They still, it seems like they haven't got any, that many concrete plans for Mania, and it feels like this is like a break glass in case of emergency moment, where they've basically had to go, like, Steve, please, can you just come back and do this one match for us, please?
1: Yeah, yeah, please, please. Um, (laughs) Please, Steve. (laughs) Please, Steve, please. Please, Steve, Um...
0: please, Steve, come back.
1: (laughs) More alarmingly as well, it means that they don't have plans for Kevin Owens, who just signed this new, brand spanking new shiny contract when everyone thought he was going to go to AEW with his good pals. Uh, but he stick he stuck around for for big money. Yeah. And why pay from a purely corporate standpoint, forgetting that this is wrestling, but from a corporate standpoint, why pay all of that money? To keep that employee in when you have nothing planned for them for the biggest show that's that stinks of just territorialism mostly uh, it's like uh, he, he, and he can do so much, he can have a feud with literally anyone, he's a tweener give him a face, give him a heel give him a, also, another tweener just give him anyone, he'll have a feud with them give him Sami Zayn again we never tire of those matches no. And they and um yeah. If if anyone on that roster should have a plan for Mania it's Kevin Owens. Um but yeah. there you go. There you go. Um I mean if Stone that, Cold, though. cool, but I was going to say yeah.
0: if you get Stone Cold that's like biggest match on the card really.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: Like for real. Like come on getting Stone Cold about a wrestling like that has to be the main event match.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like,
0: come on, really?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I will... I, there will be that nostalgic side of me that's like, oh my god, it's Stone Cold Wrestling again. Yay. But then there'll be that part of me that's like, oh man. It, it, does anyone retire and mean it? they do yeah. walk away and just
1: doesn't do it anymore, you yeah, know? We'll just have a whole ass ceremony and just go back on it later. <laughs> It's a yeah. complete opposite for Taker, who just never retires. Because I think he's rumored for uh, another wrestling return as well, isn't he?
0: Uh, I heard that. I mean, it's. I'd heard, I'd heard that they've been trying to get the usual names for Mania, like Flair, Hogan, Taker. I hope Undertaker isn't wrestling a something.
1: <laughs> Mark, you don't. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> You put out the documentary now, Mark. What are you gonna, Cut it out. What are you gonna call the next one? Last ride two. Come <laughs> on, man. Last ride two. I just wrote last again. Like <laughs> it's not it's not gonna work. People aren't gonna trust your word. It's my last ever match at WWE. Then I'm gonna rest in pit. Yeah, whatever. Nah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. They're only gonna come <laughs> back and wrestle happy Corbin again next year. So <laughs> fucking hell.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I guess we'll see in the coming weeks to see if Steve is coming back. Uh, I, I suppose while we're doing our old fun fantasy booking trick, if it wasn't Kevin Owens, who would you like to see Steve face?
1: Oh, 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 that's that's tough. Um. Oh, bloody hell, who would I like who would who would be able to keep up who on the WW roster would be able to keep up with Stone Cold on the mic for their entire feud? Um That's really tough. Uh Roman Reigns I'd say is a really good shout. Um Oh, but then again like Roman Reigns would lose all credibility if he lost. <laughs> oh I'll I tell you what. I'll tell you what, because this would be a classic case of WWE remembering that we remember things. Okay. Xavier Woods. Right. Because he came out at Mania, hit him with that's a stunner. The, yeah, yeah. Stunner, so ha, Have that be the feud. Fuck it. Uh, otherwise, I would have just said Kevin Owens, because that's tell such you a what. good fit. Battle for the stunner. Tell sure. you what, because... Yeah.
0: Why not just go Hall of Famer versus Hall of Famer have them go up against Edge? We never got yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin against the Rated-R Superstar Edge. Possibly got him when he was like Edge and Christian Edge in a match, but never Rated-R Superstar Edge.
1: Good point.
0: And that's two people who, again, similar neck issues as well. So they're going to be fine, obviously, making sure they yeah. protect each other. I don't know. I think there could be something in that.
1: Yeah um yeah it's a really good one um oh oh we never also really got Cena versus Austin either
0: true we never like got that.
1: current Cena not I wrap and Georges Sheena. yeah
0: no. I mean the one that comes to mind as well because you could easily write a story around it would be Austin versus Brock given back in the day Austin refused for for like justified reasons refused to fight Brock on an episode of Raw and put him over for the King of the Ring qualifier cuz mm. again to to Austin's credit like it was a not, it was like this should be a match on a pay-per-view that we build towards and you just put it on TV I'm not going to do that and so he took yeah and left for a while but I I just think even even though they are friends it would just feel I just don't know how you could book it with like Austin suddenly coming back and being able to like hold his own against Brock after it's been twenty years. Yeah, yeah and I just feel a little jarring because in in like logical sense, Brock would just come out and probably destroy Austin. <laughs> no offense yeah. to Stone Cold.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, it's a real good point. Literally, whenever I try and think of this dream match, like if it because uh, 'cause I'm always just like, I'd love to see him face him, oh but Stone Cold's neck. Oh no. Um, <laughs> it's like, I would. Uh, uh, just a spot I'd like to see Ricochet take a stunner. Let's see Ricochet sell a stunner because Ricochet's the best sell on the roster right now. I think in my mind, he's overtaken Ziggles. Um <laughs> takes buff. a
0: stunner and just flips all the way up into the <laughs> rafters.
1: <laughs> takes, takes a stunner and just fucking um, Team Rocket blasting off again, uh, like somewhere in the distance behind him. Just. One of those things where it's like, eww, and then just a spark in the sky. Um, (laughs) Yeah, have have, have Ricochet sell a stunner. Let's have it. Um, Let's have it. Let's have it. Um, I swear there's, there's, there's other WWE wrestlers I'm probably forgetting about that would probably wrestle Stone Cold really well. But I think WWE, if they are going for Kevin Owens, I think that is literally the best choice. That's the perfect
0: perfect casting, in my opinion. So I think mm-hmm. they've kind of already smashed it in that booking. Well, again, well, I guess it remains to be seen if we'll see Austin coming up over the coming weeks and if this is actually going to be happening. But it seems like it could could legit be coming, could be a thing. Uh, well, moving on next. Um, I haven't seen this myself. I know you've watched some of it, Scott, so I'll let you do a bit of a rundown on what your thoughts were. Uh, it was obviously NXT, N- NXT Vengeance Day yesterday. Yes, yesterday. Yes. <laughs> yes it was, it's on a Tuesday, yes. Um, <laughs> by all accounts, I've heard this is like the best NXT 2.0 show they've done. I've heard a lot of great things about it. Uh, I know you haven't watched the full thing yet, Scott, but what, what have your thoughts been on it so far?
1: Um. So, I, uh, uh, I, as you may know, I love NXT. I love it so much. I love the black and gold brand, uh, uh, and I will never stop talking about how much I love it. The problem is with the rebrand is that there are all these backstage skits that are all WWE comedy. Yeah. And I I get there's probably... It's probably not for me. And I get that. I get that. I understand. But also, why isn't it for me? I love NXT... What, what, why? Why? Why are you do why are you making me hate the thing I love so much? Stop it. Um, <laughs> um but I I've been keeping tabs on the new NXT 2.0 um and so far it's been making me sad because <laughs> Did it make uh, you cry, Scott? why 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 call bron why call bron Breaker bron breaker when he's a steiner? Um, he why but um i watched his match against pablo escobar which is the main event of this show and um pablo escobar no um yeah, <laughs> that's that's not it <laughs> santos is very santos different escobar, match buddy <laughs> santos escobar um yeah, I watched his match Bucket Vince. Yeah, I watched his match against, <laughs> uh, yeah, his match against uh, Santos Escobar, and um, really good. Like like some good near-falls in there. Braun Breaker's finisher looks really good, like a better version of Braun Strowman's. Yeah. Um, Uh, And this is the first match I think I've probably seen him all the way through. Dolph Ziggler gets involved because he's been toying around with NXT recently. But then Champa, like, they have a brawl to the outside. Escobar looks good in defeat as well. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and I was, like, pleasantly surprised. I was like, okay. Uh, I did take, like, him kicking that yellow X apart for his entrance seat. a couple of weeks ago very much to heart because I I love NXT Um, (laughs) uh, but this is a great example of him being incredible uh, uh, very credible and a genuine uh, good main roster talent whenever he goes up because he doesn't look green, he he seems good Uh, Walter had a promo, I haven't watched it yet um sorry gun gunter had a promo no no um, it's, it's walter it's walter <laughs> you can call him walter i'm going to keep calling him walter <laughs> uh yeah another one i i i didn't know the teams involved in this match but it was diamond mine versus someone uh and i saw the finish of the match and it was great it was great and it's good to see diamond mine doing stuff because, yeah, it's, um, <laughs> that they, they were meant to be this whole big thing, weren't they? Um, with Roddy Strong at the helm and Malcolm Bivens. Um, but they just kind of were cruising on the cruiserweight division. Which, oh, that's another big bit of news. 205 Live has now officially been scrapped. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah.
0: Um... Because usually what would happen is after the NXT taping, they would do the 205 Live one. I think... It's hard to it's been scrapped or it's rebranded because instead they filmed a show called NXT Level, Level up.
1: up. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was MSK, sorry. Uh, ah, MSK, right. MSK. That, uh,
0: the tag team. Yes,
1: F- those guys. Um, but yes, no. in any case. Um, yeah, Level Up. Which I don't know if they're just going to get the guys from the Cruiserweight division into... Level up. I also hate the name Level Up, but that might be because I'm a grouchy, grouchy young I man. Mean,
0: it just kind of fits with the whole uh, NXT 2.0. When with, 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 with the logo they've got and the way the stage, it, it just makes it look very like a Nickelodeon show. And something like yeah. naming NXT Level Up sounds like a Nickelodeon show.
1: Next up, Pete Dunn versus Walter in a gunk match. <laughs> it, it definitely seems like that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 the paintball arena stupid color scheme. Um, which I guess is good for babies, but not me. I like my gritty wrestling. Um
0: not us adult wrestling fans. <laughs> Ooh, family friendly Ooh. and children.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I haven't seen Carmelo Hayes versus Cameron Grimes, although, um, I have heard that's a that's one of the best matches on the card. Oh, and um, Pete Dunne and Tony D'Angelo have a have a have a steel cage match as well, which I also haven't watched yet, but I also have heard is very good. Um. It, yeah, I, 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 you know what? I admit, as I did earlier, that I am bitter about NXT two and I am. Yeah, yeah. Um, we are, buddy. Yes, but if they start making good wrestling, as they seem to have been doing, if they start making very credible, very entertaining content, who am I, a man of the people, to refute re- re- to refuse to get invested in good? Honest entertainment, and at the end of the day, the more good wrestling, the better. The better that talent's being utilised, the better that talent's being developed. Heck, you know, I'm fine with this. You know, like I, in a in a way, I am sort of rooting for NXT 2.0 to be good, um, because they have Walter and Pete Dunne uh, and Champa still there, and Roddy Strong still there. Um, so, either the product's good or they're not being treated good, and I know which I'd rather.
0: Yeah, no, I didn't really agree. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't want anyone to sit here and think that we're that we're like, you know, not for about NXT 2.0 being good. We want it to be good. Yes, like this is the thing. Wrestling, yeah. every wrestling company goes through different eras, and let's face the fact: at some point, the black and gold era of NXT would have had to have come to some form of end. We're just upset that the thing that's followed it isn't very good, but <laughs> if it does become good, then yay, well done! You, yeah, you, you didn't completely kill NXT. If
1: they if they make a star out of Bron Breaker, if Bron Breaker ends up as they say main event in WrestleMania, by the looks of it, it won't be too bad because by oh, the yeah. looks of it, he look he's got a cool entrance theme. He's got a nice look. He definitely has the look of a Steiner. They've got to change that name at some point. Um, <laughs> and and um, you know what? Fair enough. I, I'm an easy man to impress and all it takes to impress me is a good four and a half star wrestling match. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, I agree. I mean, like again, the talent's there. They've got some good names, especially all these newbies that they shouldn't really just pushed into the spotlight. Yeah. I think I think they've got the talent there. Again, it's just like you say, it's just become a sort of watered-down version of what the main roster's like now, which is completely against what the NXT that we knew and love used to be. Like you say, it seems more focused on stupid little backstage skits than the actual mm-hmm. wrestling, which is what the black and gold brand was all about it was just about yeah. it had storylines and backstage stuff but ultimately the wrestling was at the forefront as it should be
1: yeah um yeah
0: if they shift that focus again then there's no reason to think NXT 2.0 could going to be a fondly remembered part of NXT as well again of the course. talent's there they've got the names um some of them i i, I mean i'm still in the mindset that will maybe after mania the likes of Dunn and Champ and might end up on the main roster it remains to be seen but yeah, again, we, we 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 don't we 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 do hate NXT Premier, which is because we have got a lot of nostalgic connection to the OG NXT, and it just mm. kind of hurts to see what how quickly of a demise it had as well.
1: Absolutely, um, and how fruitlessly they just uh, they they were just throwing people out the window. Your your Samoa Joes and your William Regals. Um, uh, by the way, also William Regal has uh, put forward to um, trademark his name for for yes. um, for merch. So go buy William Regal t-shirts because I might do when I get paid. I'm gonna I will William be
0: because the free. He's already put free designs up in his pro wrestling t store. And, and one of them's really good. One of them's really yeah good. yeah they're pretty good. Uh, well, that was Scott's. Review of half of NXT Vengeance Day. <laughs> <laughs> as
1: much as I have been able to see, yes. Um, from what I can relay and from what I've heard, it was very good and you should watch it and and, and support the, the fact that Braun Breaker is Braun Strowman, but smaller and more compact. Um, with that review, yeah.
0: Scott, you are just very much the, the Chris Kamara of this podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know, Jeff. <laughs>
0: and we're I, over to Scott now with NXT my... Vengeance Day, where I believe Pete Dunne has just picked up the victory. Scott, what, what's <laughs> the situation down there? Uh,
1: as Has he, Greg? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I saw, I saw the ref was raising his hand, but uh <laughs> <is> he? <laughs> has he? Has <laughs> he? <laughs> I don't know, Greg. Uh, <laughs> count your fingers. How many? How many wrestlers are currently inside that ring? Oh no, I know. Uh, that Chris Kamara is so good. Uh, yeah, it's very much again. That very much literally happened earlier when 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 I was like, oh, don't mind wrestling, wrestling wrestled someone. Uh, I, don't, I don't know, Jeff. <laughs> who, who are they wrestling? Wrestled, <laughs> MSK. MSK. <laughs> there's this brilliant clip of chris kamara by the way where they cut to him and a goal's just been scored and they're like and a goal has just been scored at vicarage road chris kamara and he's just asleep (laughs) oh yeah he's just nodding off i love chris kamara so much i'll take that as a compliment
0: i think one of my favorite chris kamara ones is when he's like doing the report on live and it sounds like someone's scoring he goes i think they've just scored jeff uh, I, I don't. Uh, uh, they might not have. I, I don't know. I don't know what's <laughs> happening, Jeff. <laughs> 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 he's a, he's uh, an absolute gem. There's Chris Kamara. What a yeah, dude! Yeah,
1: national treasure. Um...
0: Right. Well, uh, moving on to the last sort of major thing I wanted to talk about today. Um, we are getting rapidly close to the launch of WWE 2K22, and we've been slowly being uh, drip-fed information now. We're starting to get a lot more of an idea on what the game will look like. Um, over here at the podcast, as, the, as as usual, I'm being Mr. Optimistic, thinking, you know what? I think it's going to be good. I think it will actually hopefully be decent after the two-year development. I think you've got Garrett, Mr. You know, Pessimistic, who thinks it ain't going to be good. <laughs> So, again, we'll be seeing, I mean, we're going to be doing a lot of live streaming for it, but recently they did a new trailer and um, a dev discussion on the mode that we're all really excited for, which is GM mode. So I'll bring up the trailer. Cool. Um, Essentially, they just ran through a lot of the new features that are going to be in it, and I think it's shaping up to be pretty good. Um, Have you seen anything on this, Scott, yet?
1: I have not you are going to be educating me on this today uh, as this this completely passed me by
0: yeah i mean to be fair like it looks like to me the the game mode is going to sort of follow a lot of the how it was back on the old games and they've done a few little updates so you you will essentially pick um sorry you will pick one of the GMs to play as I think it's like Adam Pierce, Sonia Deville, Stephanie, or you can create your own so you can essentially be yourself. Then you pick the brand and the you can pick from Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and NXT UK. And it's it's a bit it's a bit similar to like when it was on the Smackdown versus Raw games. You've got to go through picking your roster you've obviously got a budget to manage. And then it's just about doing the weekly shows as you can see here you've got to earn star ratings Uh there's like a card system in place with it as well for like how the matches can play out. It's looking good to me. And this is the mode we were hoping would be good because again, there's a lot of uh attachment to this sort of particular mode, and we've been wanting it back for years, as have many people. Um, it's also gonna have support for online co-op as well as local co-op. So if Gary does actually pick up the game, we can have a lot of fun with it here on the podcast.
1: Um, right by the looks of that, it's like that looks like a, a lot of fun, a breath of fresh air into uh the game for sure. Yeah, the breath of fresh air that it has been needing for oh so long. Mm, th- that is my Greg point. Now comes my Garrett point. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> as, as, as a frequenter of universe, uh, u- universe mode. Yeah. Um, uh, sometimes it would just be a case of you play it for too long and then you know what the code kind of is like so whenever there's something like the budget and the card system and stuff like that and the star system you leave it up to the game's AI to decide what happens and all that stuff um, can sometimes be to the game's own detriment um but well, um, um I to that, have, I, yeah to that I end yeah. you
0: do have some control over it like you would have in the old game. So I think they said because I, I did the video I got now is the devs basically doing a run through and I watched this just before we recorded. So you're gonna have to forgive me because I, I I I it's not all stuck on my head. I was kind of eating food while I was watching it. But yeah, no, um when it comes to actually controlling the matches, you can play them yourself. You can just uh what's the word? Just generate the whole show so you don't actually have to watch them play out and there's also a spectator mode I don't know if they said you will have control over who wins and loses but then again I don't know if you necessarily really had that on the old GM mode either or did yeah. you? Uh, did you
1: I, don't th- I, I'm, I don't think, I don't know
0: It's been a while since I played it I think you might have been able to
1: I just saw Walter's name just at the bottom yeah.
0: there. So that was, that was what made... Here he comes up again. That was what made me excited. So the cool thing with these reveals is you also get a look at the new roster that is slowly forming up because we still haven't had the full reveal yet. Uh, roster's name... Roster's? rosters. What the fuck? Walter's <laughs> name... <laughs> uh, Ray. in this. Yep, so I was very Kushida. excited about that. Kushida.
1: Isaiah Swerve. Swerve.
0: Um, There's Dexter Loomis there as well.
1: Very good.
0: So the roster is looking pretty, pretty good so far. Um, What well, what was the name I was most excited for? I was really hoping he'd be in this, so I'm quite excited for that. I'm hoping they'll have Ilya Dragunov as well. They were the two yes. big ones I, mean, I wanted for the game. I
1: mean, they've got to. He's current champ. And they've got Kaylee Ray in there. Yeah. So it's got to be done. It's got to be done.
0: It's got to be done. Yeah, as you see there as well. So when you start, you've got your money, and it's up to you to book the roster it's got. It's up to you. Uh, again, you can sign legends. There's a lot of free agents. There's some weird characters that because um, you, you can add creator wrestlers into this. Oh. I think we find it. Um, there was a weird character that looks like it wasn't a creator wrestler. It looks like it's going to be an actual character in the game. There you go. There's
1: oh. my <laughs> Um But if it, you got in- an email from Walter. Open it up, pal. Come on. <laughs> Let's
0: take a look because this is like when the games get really cheesy when you've got like <laughs> Finn, email from Phil, ba- Finn Balor, you imbecile! I warned you that this was going to happen. We're not mach- what the hell's that? We're not machines. Oh. <laughs> How about you take better care of your talent? Yeah, that sounds. <laughs> that sounds a lot like Finn Balor. <laughs> You're
1: sincerely Finn.
0: <laughs> um, so You're yeah, imbecile. Yeah, imbecile. Ah uh, <laughs> sorry, Ireland. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's all right. We got beef with so many other places now. Oh, that was it. There it is. Oh.
0: Look, it's edge, it's edge wrestling a mime. But, but wait, what? Wait for it, it <laughs> look, look, and you come up and it's not just a create character. This looks like an actual developed character. There's like a matchup screen which shows it. Hang on. Oh. There he is. It's, it's called silence, <laughs> and it's just a mime.
1: Yeah, look. Uh... look. What? what? There's a picture of him. <laughs> what's going on there? What's go- yeah. what's this? They're a ah, two-star man. match as well. He mustn't be very good.
0: Uh, <laughs> I mean, the, the, the only thing I could think of because they've done this before, should be fun. Because the thing is that you've got like free agents and stuff like that. Maybe they've added these random little joke characters that you can sign to the roster. Like they'll just be dirt cheap, and it's just a fun random thing. It's like, oh look, you can have a mime. Let's have Walter kill him. <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> okay,
1: okay. No, I do like that. To be fair, I do like that. And so, it means we get to have more entrance templates on Creator wrestler, so that's fine. That's all um, fine. Yep. Yeah,
0: yeah, but it's looking good. I mean, I mean, a few things that I was a bit disappointed of. I felt like, We'll close that for now. I feel like if they were, if they're doing. With GM mode back, I felt like they were going to use some of the elements from Universe mode. I'd have liked the ability, like in Universe mode, just to completely create your own show. Yeah. Because what I would typically do is go on the community creations, download every kind of asset I could find for Progress, and I would just have Progress as my main show in Universe. Yeah, mode.
1: Yeah, I, I I'd for... yeah. I'd have liked to be able to do that. Yeah, I'd have liked to be able to do
0: that in GM mode, and I don't understand why that couldn't have been a thing.
1: Have they not got universe mode on this game then?
0: <coughs> well universe mode's that? in it. Yeah, no, oh, universe Okay, modes in it. okay, okay. I, I would say at least this is the cool thing. Like it doesn't seem when it comes to the modes, we're getting pretty spoiled because we've got Korea, we've got GM, we've got Showcase, which is Rey Mysterio, uh, we've got Universe Mode. There's the My Faction thing, which is it looks like it's gonna be their attempt at having like a FIFA ultimate team.
1: Oh, if you've not know heard
0: of this, so essentially that's the main online feature—the pushing. You essentially, as it suggests, you build your own faction of wrestlers, and then you go up against people in online matches. That's sort of the the loose narrative to it. Uh, okay. That's going to be the section of the game that has a lot of like FIFA, My Team, though. The packs is and all that. Bollocks. Packs, yeah. lots of microtransactions. They've said that's going to be the only part of the game with microtransactions. If that's the case, then fine. Because I, I mean, I don't do a lot of online plays. So I don't think I do my faction that much. But uh, yeah. I know, I know a lot of people love stuff like FIFA Ultimate Team. So if you're a fan of that and wrestling, it's probably a dream come true.
1: I, I mm, it would be. I probably won't put a lot of money. I won't put any money into it. Maybe, but I'll just see what how what it's like without paying money. Because it's FIFA Ultimate Team is very much a playable game, even if you don't spend a penny. Um, yeah. So uh, uh, yeah why not why not I'll, I'll I can give that a good test run yeah, yeah sure. it sounds it sounds weird and interesting so I mean yeah. all
0: I know is we've said we're going to be doing a lot more video game streams here and get to it and I think WWE 2k22 is going to be we're going to be doing a lot with that so keep tuned for that. I'm I've basically got a long weekend booked off when the game drops and I've only got one thing on that weekend. The rest of it, I plan to just be here.
1: staying good at it. the game, yeah, yeah.
0: Showing everyone at home what it's like if you're a bit hesitant on buying it. Because yes, I am that person who will have it the day it comes out, even if it's terrible. I've still got 2K20 on a shelf down there, even though it's broken as hell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> gathering dust, <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, that's the best thing it could have gathered <laughs> given the context.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm excited for the game. Either way, um, I'm just hoping it'll be good. Please be good. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think I think the thing is with WWE games, I always avoid career mode because it always ends up so bloody weird. Like the writing <laughs> is just the writing is just what um
0: i just can't be bothered with my career mode essentially because you it's i just kind of wish they would kind of do away with the whole overall rating system in wrestling games Mm. because when it comes to something like my career mode you've got to obviously be your own playable character and you always start off on like 60 70 overall and it just feels like such a chore to yeah. kind of claw up to a decent level, and usually it's staff stuff like a lot of the moves are locked and things like that. It just doesn't feel fun for me to play. I've only done since they brought Korea back, which was, I've only done it, the one, which was in two K fifteen, I want to say, which was very bare bones. But I did that one. I'm not bothered with any of the other ones since. So, I I, yeah. I I mean, I might do my career for the for the channel here, but. I think GM mode is going to be where I'm going to be spending a lot of time, and Universe mode.
1: <laughs> I did try 2K19's career mode, but it was obvious they were making this big dig at the indies that entire time. <laughs> yeah, um, and I'll and I was just like, wrestling doesn't work like this. Like, no, no wrestling fan is playing this, being like, aha, um, just, 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 just. Write your characters better. You've got you've, <laughs> America's. Go to Los Angeles. Find a writer who's also a wrestling fan. Leave them to it. They know how people talk. People <laughs> don't talk like they do in these games. Oh, it's ridiculous. Uh, and they get they get Triple H to say these lines as well that were bloody awful. This is twenty nineteen. <laughs> this is the this is the all right game. I've heard horror stories about 2K20's career being really, really, really weird. Um, and I watched a clip. One, one that particularly comes to mind is uh, they're in a school cafeteria, um, and I think I've shut whatever was said in that interaction out of my mind because it, it it make it or oh, it makes me start seeing sunspots. It's that cringy. So uh, I I I I. I've shut it out, but I remember it being very bad. Yeah,
0: it was. So, uh, it was.
1: Yeah, but uh, and and by the looks of that email that Finn Balor sent, maybe we're heading in the same direction. Who in their I right mean, mind calls someone an imbecile over email?
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess you've got a WWE games will always have that element of just a bit of cheese when it comes to those mm. little minutias about it. I think it would just take a lot of effort to go through and program. Email responses that would fit every wrestler. So, I'll I do understand. it. Give me
1: a fiver. <laughs> <laughs> Give me money and I'll do it. Give me literally a fiver and a packet of walkers. I'll do it. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll draft up eat. what I reckon that would be a great side project. Like, what each wrestler on the WWE roster, how, roster, like, how they would type different kinds of emails, be it egregious or complimentary. Like, <laughs> Oh, just to just to do it from the perspective of like Sammy Zane would be perfect. <laughs> just just give me the job, damn it. Fiverr <laughs> and a packet of walkers, take it or leave it.
0: <laughs> you're a real cheap date, Scott.
1: You know what? <laughs> Some of the, my best experiences I've ever had have been cheap, so Hey. There you I mean go. W-
0: the best the best life of your life is when you're a student and that's a cheap lifestyle.
1: Hell yeah. Hell yeah! Garlic bread for dinner.
0: (laughs) 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 Jesus Christ! Oh well, well. um, That was kind of the main stuff to bring up on the show. I just got one or two things to quickly wrap up with before we end the stream. There, Uh, I just want to give a shout out because I've been meaning I've been needing to do this for weeks to Riot Zoo Times Forbidden Door. Um, if you obviously follow the pod in our socials, you know I'm a huge wrestling figure collector. And I'm always looking for that that, that, that that extra little thing just to spice up my collection that I can't usually get. And thankfully, there, there are a lot of great customizers on the scene. And Riot is one I got in touch with because he I found him on the socials and he teased the release of a handmade prototype of the Progress Championship, if my camera will fucking Ooh.
1: Yeah, dropping. no, I can kind of see it. I can kind of see,
0: it. yeah. Um... Yeah, bear with, I'll get my controls up. So yeah, essentially I saw, I, I'd followed him for a while. Um, He's a guy who he basically 3D prints and hand paints all of his items and he's just doing amazing um, accessories for people who collect wrestling stuff. He, I first saw him because he originally made uh, a 3D print of the Nike trainer covered in thumbtacks from All Out. Nice. Oh, that's nice. cool. He's also oh. done uh Alice the Alice the Malachi Black's entrance mask. <laughs> Leave me alone. Uh, um, yeah. no, don't worry, I'll <laughs> fool myself
1: earlier. This pod anyways is okay.
0: So Malachi Black's entrance mask for if you're looking to change your Alice the Black elite figures into a Malachi he can hook you up with that as well and he's just been doing a load of championship belts recently like i say they're all 3d printed hand painted and they're all really good um if i can get my camera set to like i'll try and get a bit closer fuck you camera <laughs> <laughs> fuck you yeah. um, hang on if i turn that down a sec what my help because
1: it's pretty bright
0: not working better? It there it's gonna as oh, a little bit
1: yeah, okay oh yeah and i can see the eagle now
0: oh yeah yeah so really good detail on it um That's I, I good. That. if you want to see the full thing just go check over our social medias because i posted
1: a bunch of pictures and a shout out on there is that is that lance archer from them as well or is that uh no no this, this is a
0: a lance archer figure i got recently from the latest aew line
1: uh Pretty yeah cool. it's... Very good, yeah. One of the uh, yeah, Hug club's ba- biggest fan, uh, um... biggest fan. <laughs> Thank you, lad. Yeah, <laughs> he loves um, us. already gave
0: you? the right to a shout out on the socials, and I just had to do it on the pod as well. I'm sure. Um, if you want to get into him, I will link his socials down there. He, um, he, at the moment, he's mainly focused on the title buds, and they are already good. If you're just looking to add that extra, extra bit of fire to your figure collection, he's been doing belts from like the indies, he's been doing retro belts, uh, a lot of New Japan stuff, because uh, as me and Gary discussed in the pod, the belts that come with the New Japan figures from Super 7 are the weakest part of it. He's good. He can make you ones that just look fucking out of this world. So, please go check ours out if you're a figure collector, and especially if you live in the UK, because that's where he's based, and he will hook you up with some amazing
1: looking belts. And Last thing finally give my vintage Tori Wilson the Progress Championship that she deserves.
0: Hooray! <laughs> 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 and the last thing to bring up is we announced this recently. Uh, we announced this yesterday. Sorry, uh, as of recording this, because we started a book club, baby. <laughs> Bear hug book. Woo! Club. Bear hug book Hub, club. Book, book. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, essentially the way this works is every month we're going to be picking a brand new wrestling centric book, and we're obviously going to be reading it, and then through a special live stream we're going to be talking about it. Uh, we encourage everyone who wants to join in just to read along with us, and then get ready for the live stream and to join us in the live chat and just give your thoughts on the book as we go through them as well. And we're kicking things off with a, a total classic. In many ways, the biography that kickstarted Wrestling Biography has been a big business. That's, of course, Mick Foley's Have a Nice yeah. Day, a Tale of Blood and Sweat Socks. Kind of the perfect one to start with, like, to keep it from the beginning. So, uh, ideally, we-, we can put any time to re- read it. I mean, uh, maybe give like a week or two, just to make sure people have gone through it. And then we'll announce when we're doing the live stream. So, just keep an eye out for the socials for new book announcements. And whenever we'll be doing the live stream, link to the book. Are you going to be joining in with us, Scott?
1: Uh, not this month, but next month, yes. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, uh, for, I, I want to be able to be like, okay, I'm going to get the book and I want, I want to be able to have a deep dive and eventually be able to read it. But this month is going to be very much like, oh, I'm out of bed, off to work and then straight after work, I'm going to do a thing and then do a thing after that. So I want to be able to like sit down, have an entire day to read a whole thing. And next month I'll be able to do that. So that's <laughs> I'll be I'll be coming in for book club next month.
0: okay well, we'll hold you to that one. So yeah um if you want to get it, I mean even if you've already read it, just please come along and join us. I mean this will be like, uh, the fourth or fifth time I've read that book. I read it a lot. <laughs> so yeah. I'm already prepared. I'm just going to, I'll be definitely going through it again though. So please join us and just keep an eye on for the socials when we'll be announcing the live stream for our discussion on that. Um, and that's basically it for our Wednesday night, Paul live stream. Uh, just to go through those plugs once again, obviously the bear hook love podcast, Facebook and YouTube. Bear Hook Club on Instagram, Bear Hook Club on Twitter. And finally, go to the website to check out all the happenings and goings on, which is bearhookpod.wixite.com forward slash Bear Hook Clouds. Uh, we will be back for our Friday night Raw live stream this week, and it will be more of a pod centric recording as we ask, Where are they now? And we look back at some of the names that were released over the last two years to see who's been doing really well and who's not really done a lot since leaving WWE. But until then, take care, everyone, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.
1: Bye. Uh, I don't know, Jeff. I don't know, Jeff. I don't know. I thought they were bringing a sub on.